Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week on Gib 10 of this show, we watched episode 10 of Kamen Rider Amazons called Jungle Law, where uh, Haruka died. Yep, he's totally dead and he will never come back ever again. Yep. Uh, he's fighting a guy who has literally died and come back, so, I mean... Even if they he he was actually dead, they've already put revival on the table. I I, I don't know if you can inject more Amazon cells into an Amazon <laughs> to bring the Amazon back from the dead. Maybe. That'd I be... think you can only inject Amazon cells into a human to bring them back from the dead. That would be very interesting. But it, except those are different new special Amazon cells, not to be confused with previous Amazon cells. Yes, yeah, supposedly they're new and special Amazon cells. Well, like, like in practice they're new too because he doesn't have to feed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, they say he eat burger. They say he doesn't have to feed. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm inclined to believe international sales. I'm not. He seems a lot more like a cyborg than uh it, It's not that I don't believe him, it's that I think he's wrong. Like, I'm, I'm sure he fully believes, oh yeah, this new one doesn't need to eat people or do any of the things, but he's, he's just wrong. And it's going to break free and it's going to be a horrible, horrible thing again. Maybe it seems like these new, these new new Amazons... They need a belt to even, like, turn into Amazon? Possibly. Mm, maybe. Because, like, their their belt form is, like, the basic form of, like, Jin or Haruka or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess we'll see once we get further into it. Once genocide happens? Yep. Once once uh, the day comes of the, the, the god of rain. I mean, genocide was put on the table. It was. And Haruka is refusing to be like, but they haven't done anything wrong! And it's like, Haruka, that... Yes, they have. They did They did eat a human that was killed that they knew that was killed. They ate people, Haruka. Come on. Uh, not everybody. Uh, the Tlaloc plan is gonna kill every Amazon. Yeah, but, like, it... When he was talking about, oh, but they haven't done anything wrong, it flashed back to characters that have totally eaten and killed people. Right, but they were trying not to. <laughs> yeah, but they were trying not to by killing and eating people. Okay, so so are you are you taking the perspective that just Amazons are inevitably murderers? That there's no way around that? No, I'm not saying that because Haruka hasn't done it so far, but. The people the show was that direct- we know of. The, the people the show was directly referencing had killed and eaten people. Yeah, aside from like Mamaru and Haruka and Jin, I do not know of an Amazon who has not done a crime. Uh, do we? Do we not know of any? Mm, maybe not. 
and I, I guess I could understand Hark as saying it's like, okay, yeah, we got to exterminate them all, and the, some haven't, some probably haven't done anything wrong, but we also don't know how many of them aren't taking to like doing the cannibalism, like the people were with the sh crab chef, and just feasting on stuff to try and keep themselves sane. Well, we know that in order to not turn into Amazons, literally all they have to do is eat a high-protein diet. In it's theory. It's incredibly simple. Like, well, okay, if that, if what they have said for the whole show up until this point is true, then, yeah, it's it's an incredibly easy thing to do. You might be doing it without even knowing about it. Yeah. It seems like inst <laughs> instead of melting people, they could just do a press release hey, eat some, you know, ground beef or whatever. Could be, but then they wouldn't be... Then they wouldn't be a super evil corporation. Well, tr I mean, the company wouldn't. Yeah. But, like, Harka hasn't tried to go on the news yet or anything. Man, like, Director of Sales is, like, super crazy evil. Like, I wasn't out... I was not expecting him to be, like... You mean international sales? A director of international, yeah. I was expecting him to be evil, but I wasn't expecting him to be like, oh, it'll just be like a test run, but real people will die. No, it'll just be a test run. Yeah, you mean for him to be literally Western? Yeah, pretty much. I was. Oh, yeah, where he like has the conversation with uh, Haruka's mom, whose name I have not bothered to learn or, and or just forgotten. It's Director Misazawa. Yeah, Director Misazawa, where international sales is like, hey, what if you didn't kill them all though so we could use it as a sales pitch like and then she's just like no yeah that, that specific conversation would be like it would be like a demonstration of you know how to deal with an amazon outbreak so on t look when you have like the amazon like director person being like no that's too evil on on top of the fact that you know, it's it's not a simulation. These are real people that would die. You are implicitly implying with this thing of, like, Amazons have a chance to go berserk and they're not secure weapons. Like, by saying this is a, it, it's a way to deal with an Amazon outbreak. Okay, so Amazon outbreaks are a thing we would need to worry about at all times? Like, Let us solve our problem that we have created by letting Amazons escape. By letting our new Amazons hunt them down. That's a little. Ugh. No, I, I don't, I don't think he's uh, saying like, oh, this will convince people it's a problem that needs to be dealt with. I think he wants to convince people that the Amazons are totally awesome at killing things, so that he can sell them to people who need them for, for murder purposes. I mean, it's totally what he wants to do. Yeah. It's just. Is your voice okay, Evan, by the way? You sound kind of weird. No, I'm good. Okay. okay. Uh, for some reason, I'm. it sounds like you're doing like a fake deep voice or something. Um, I'm not trying to. <laughs> Maybe Evan just has a normal deep voice. We've had this come up before where there's like so maybe it's Evan's mic or maybe it's something with the the headphones I use, but it just makes Evan sound weird sometimes. Huh? I don't know. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh so should we go through the actual episode now? Um, yeah. Sure. Okay. 
not a whole lot happens. No, not really. It is kind of a slow one. I mean, a, a, a fair amount of stuff happens. Yeah, stuff I mean, happens. like, I, I feel like the synopsis of it, though, is, is pretty straightforward. Yeah. And, like, just watching these later episodes, I'm like, oh, yeah, episode eight or whatever was really bad. It really was. <laughs> it was not good. Not a good episode. It was a good episode, this one. Part of me is a little bit like, okay, Sigma seems a little bit overpowered, but also part of me is like, I'm, I'm glad that they finally introduced something that's actually a threat to Haruka. Yeah. It's so much so that it murdered him. It is nice to see Haruka actually in danger for once. I mean, he's he's been in danger. It's he's been threatened before, like he's he's acted cautious around enemies. But this is the first time that it's like, oh wait, no, he's actually taking significant serious damage. Oh, that's a hole in his torso. I mean, I'm sure Amazons can recover from one little torso hole. Yeah, I mean, I recover from torso holes all the time. <laughs> Your cells don't eat other cells or whatever. <laughs> they established with special about Amazon cells at the beginning of the show that didn't make sense. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I still don't know how Amazon cells work. I, I don't think we're meant to care about it too much. But I do when I'm trying to figure out if Amazons are humans or not. You know, it is kind of funny how they're like functionally like the way they're presented in the show they're kind of similar to the grungy but the grungy just caused so many less problems because they did not try to explain it nearly as much it also didn't matter yeah it's like oh hey the grungy are an ancient race of humans okay all right good and and they like games and they like games yeah they're like a monster people there's some ambiguity about their relationship to humanity and their desire to commit murder it's very similar to the amazon thing yep. but they didn't try to explain it with, like, supercells or whatever. Metal Gear. Super Baby Method. Metal Gear. It's still one of my favorite words. So, oh man, don't, I can't open up the episode because I don't have my hard drive plugged in. Shit. Um, womp womp. Uh, the episode opens, continuing with Jin... And Sigma fighting. And, uh... Jin didn't lose in five moves. Oh, it's because... pointing it out there. he ran away. Well, he... That's because he bails after four. I mean, but... He clearly avoided the checkmate. That's true. It's true. Um... Sigma is able to... Cut open Jin's throat. With a pretty serious wound. Uh, right up until Nanaha shows up. Well, serious wound, and then it's like, oh no, Jin is going to die, but then Nanaha shows up driving her truck, and Jin jumps onto the truck after grabbing a camera that he had set up beforehand, and they drive off. And Nanaha yeah. reveals, she was like, well, yeah, no, I came to get you because you forgot to kiss me when you left, and I had a bad feeling about it. Uh... I thought that was it cute, was. actually. I was like, that's that's a good bit of characterization for her. Uh, Nanaha just continues to be really good. That's my that's my hot take. She is. She's very <laughs> good. Um, I definitely, uh, oh, um, 
I wanted to mention I listened to the last episode when you uh that you guys recorded on Amazon's when I wasn't around about uh what Sigma meant. This is one I actually know this one. I, I could have just said so if I hadn't been like sick the other day. Uh Sigma is like a it's a it's like a sum of other functions. You use it to denote like an integral in that in, in like a calculus and stuff. Okay. It's like you take other factors and you add them up, and that's what sigma. That's like sigma just refers to the sum of those things. All right, the sum of the parts. And yeah, yeah that so that works. That's that's like why they call the villain in Mega Man X Sigma because it's like oh he was like an inevitable part of the robot system they had set up and stuff and yeah this guy like kind of implies that he was the plan all along or it could just be a cool name they could have just picked it because it was cool I mean but like all of them are after Greek letters so I I assume they did that for a reason after Alpha and Omega Sigma is the next coolest Greek letter. So. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm particularly fond of the gamma. Uh, gamma is pretty cool. I I don't know. I I I think the gamma comes in fourth after sigma, though. Garrett, are you are you referencing Sonic? No. I mean, I could be, but okay. no. What? Gamma is one of the characters from Sonic. Yeah, E102 yeah. Gamma from Sonic Adventure. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Right, right, right. Is, isn't yeah. isn't like the replacement for him Sigma, to go full circle? I think actually you're right. Yeah. In um in Sonic Heroes with Team Dark. I think so. I'm not. Sh- it has been so long since I've played it, but yeah, I, I I thought that he was just called like Gamma Two or something, but maybe it was called Gamma. Maybe he was called Sigma. I think he's called Sigma. See, th- th- uh, this is totally hear- on topic because I do have a Sonic podcast in the works. <laughs> Uh, Sonic podcast and like, are you gonna watch the show or play the games? No, we're reading the Archie comics. Oh, okay, okay. Which are good, by the way. We just, me and Rachel just finished up playing through Sonic Adventure two the other day, which is still just like an incredibly goofy ass game that I kind of love. Just to correct things, as a complete Sonic nerd, E one o two gamma did begat. E-123 Omega, who is the character that appears from Sonic Heroes onwards as a member of Team Dark. The only time there was a Sigma was in the Archie comics prior to when they rewrote canon because of the Ken Penders lawsuit. Anyway, that's more than you cared about. Also, hot take, the adventure games are complete trash. I would play 06 over them any day. And have. Woof. Anyway, Amazons. You remember how in the first Sonic Adventure game, there's that whole bit, Gamma's thing is all like, oh, I feel empathy, I'm a human and stuff. Yeah, that's that was a super weird plot. Then. Remember in Sonic Adventure 1 where there's just a big the cat? Froggy? I, in Sonic, in the Steam version of Sonic Adventure 2 that we were playing through, I noticed that there was just, like, Big the Cat is oh, in the background yeah, no. of certain that's an levels. Easter egg. Just that, randomly? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an he, Easter egg. That's, like, in all he's versions. He's in the background of every single level somewhere. Okay. Uh, he wasn't in the GameCube version, though, was he? Cause, yeah, like, no, he was there. Was he? God. 
I've played that game so much as a kid and I don't remember ever noticing him. Maybe I'm just much more observant now. Maybe. Possible. Anyway, Amazons. Amazons. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. First, there's the bit where Jen and, uh, Jen and Sigma fight. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, the, the guy who, uh... Sigma, like, talks totally emotionlessly now. Or the guy who is Sigma, I forget his name. Oh, I also forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. Cause it's but yeah, he's, like, super stiff and moves all robotic-like now. And that is definitely, totally because he's an actual corpse. That was just shoved yes. full I of Amazon, Amazon cells. cells. Uh, Jen mentions that he acts more like a machine, so I was... I assumed that that meant that he is actually part cyborg, but maybe not. I mean... Are Amazon cells mechanical? Could could you be an, an Amazon android? <laughs> well, I don't know if their science is robust enough to distinguish... If, like, the science of the show is gonna be, like, well, let's make as a distinction between... I mean, they're not, so... Mechanical technology and biotechnology. Yeah, they're definitely not. It's just a... It's just he's corpse, and so looks stiff. He also, like, can't feel pain, question mark? Either he can't, can't he... feel pain, or it's just, like, dulled. It's very weird. Because he gets beat up by both, like, Jin... And Haruka to like, I think Jin like snaps his neck with like a kick. And Haruka beats him up real good too. And he's yeah, just and like, he doesn't react at all. He's just like, ah, if I could, if I had pain, this would probably be it. <laughs> he does it for some weird reason. Amazons. Amazon cells. The answer for everything. Yeah, just about. Um, so then, like, so like the moral thing in this episode is, is Harka's like, you know, maybe we shouldn't genocide all the Amazons, and the team leader guy's like, well, actually, we should because they're like murdering people. That's really bad. <gasps> yeah. And Harka's Te like, team leaders, but, but innocent. Team leader's willing to suspend his skepticism about there being any good Amazons is, seems to be reaching its limit. Just about, yeah. I mean, I, I, again, like, I don't think we... Other than, like, Haruka and Mamoru, I, I don't think I've seen a good Amazon. Jin's kinda good. Uh, I mean, the the guy who is now Sigma, like, when he didn't want to eat people, oh, that, he, he just, like, he wasn't stop himself. No, he, he was, he was eat, eaten by an Amazon. Oh, I thought he was the guy who turned into the no, grasshopper dude. he was the one dude. that the grasshopper no, dude ate. he was like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, grasshopper dude, like, he tried to run away and, like, not eat people. He just, uh, didn't yeah. succeed. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, I think that's that's like the that's the ethical conflict for Haruka that a lot of the the Amazons don't want to be doing these things. They just don't have any other way that they can live, really, that they know of. Possibly, right. Also, like I I feel like dropping this this like wonder 
Amazon killing drug on everybody is going to cause some side Frost, effects. Probably. <laughs> I, I was definitely wondering, like, okay, do we want to spray, like, if you spray te- pesticides just all over a whole city, like, that's bad for yeah, people? That's not great. I, I feel like we're going to learn that, like, part of, like, the Amazon killing drug is Amazon cells, and we're just going to get more Amazons out of this. Well, we are kind of coming to a climax for season one here, and that would be a fun setup for a season two, I gotta say. Just a bit. Like, what What if the drug is just like, oops, more Amazons? Oops, all Amazons! <laughs> uh, I don't know, though. Who knows? Begging for attention. Uh, so, yes, uh, it's... Jin gets away, uh, he meets up with the... He meets up with the extermination, extermination team, team, basically dries up. He's like, hey, I got some information for you guys that you might be interested in. So they head back to the hideout, and he shows the video. And the team's like, yeah, the team's like, I guess we'll allow this. I am kind of surprised that they're willing to have a conversation. <laughs> like, after they tased Jen in the back of the head that one time, I... Figure that like, mom definitely don't uh, trust these guys. Well, I think like the extermination team, like I feel like given the chance to learn more about what the fuck's going on, they tend to take. They it. definitely do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that was just business. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> personal. It was just business. Yeah, Jen's just like I'm here to borrow your Amazons to kill this other Amazon. The, this new yeah, show up, oh it's my his name is myhara that's what his name was um he shows up and shows off the myhara's corpse turning into sigma and mamaru immediately goes oh it's my harakun he's alive oh my god this is fantastic uh oh yeah yeah because while they're having this conversation sniper rifle guy just like stops on a bridge and it's like hey hark it's your sister Oh right! Oh yeah, that I don't, I don't like super get her like plot. She is relevant. She just here. she wants her. She she is. She got super used to Haruka being like the the family pet and staying in the house. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like, I thought like we we had this like when when um she talked with Nana. I mean. There is a difference between hearing the truth and accepting the truth. That's she true. probably is just like, no, but but if he just comes back, it will be fine, right? That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, and then, so Ooh. she has that conversation. Hark is just like, yeah, no, that'd be great, but I gotta stop some genocide. I got stuff, I got shit to do first. Uh, also, she she's the, the thing that, like, draws Haruka back to his human life, you know, or what he thought was his human life. A so. little bit. She she provides that, like, bit of gravity in his, in his world. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't... I don't know. I don't think it just. I don't think it plays fair fairly well. I feel like it's not the best. It's not um, thing in that. They episode. haven't really thoroughly characterized her enough for her to like play a role in the story very well. Which I wish she did. That would be interesting. Yeah, she should have more to do. 
like like a scene for for her like confronting her mom or something that would be interesting she she took like this my my brother is like this weird green monster dude pretty simply yeah she yeah. accepts it like <laughs> just like well i'm i'm glad that's going well for it's you really, a little strange but okay sure i guess Um, so they go to the hideout and get the information, my heart, and yes, it's my heart. And then, yeah, Haruka expresses his distaste for, you know, the genocide of these people who, quote-unquote, haven't done anything wrong, which I kind of get, you know, maybe you would want, like, I, I get, I see the idea of the business being like, or the Nozama pharmacy being like, we could probably make an effort to bring all these people these these test subjects back into the fold but there's a lot of them and it would cost a lot of money so let's just scrap the project instead right if they weren't insisting on secrecy they'd have a lot of options a lot of much more humane yeah. options open to them whereas this is like no just just fucking kill them whatever okay sure yeah i mean there's a lot that kind of requires you to like suspend your disbelief where the tracking device only works when it goes red that's still so dumb (laughs) okay well that's a little silly i mean i 100 percent believe that the company is going to try to take this tack instead of doing something that would be better for everybody that's not hard to believe uh Haruko's, yes, like, no, get genocide bad. And the uh, team leader is like, hey, you know, we're, we're this is our job. If you're gonna disagree, you don't really have a place on the team. Alright. And Haruko just leaves. Because I guess I guess saying that genociding people who haven't done anything wrong is bad. Uh, okay. Even the rest of the team, I I get the feeling that uh, the leader didn't particularly want to make this decision because he immediately he does shotgun a beer after it, and then he's like immediately drunk. Yeah, he shotguns the beer, and it it cuts it so that you see, oh, he's basically been drinking since Haruka left. Yeah, he's not happy about this. He just thinks that's what he's going to do. But they get a ping from. uh, they get information from reconnaissance that's, hey, we got tracking for, I forget which one it is. They don't even say which one. They just say, hey, we have, we picked up a signal. Yeah. Um, so they go out and find it. And, oh, hey, look, it's Mehara who has the armband of the, the tracking signal they were tra- going after. He's like, hi, yeah. I'm here. I feel like before this, we should point out that uh, international sales guy gets a call where the lab needs more oh, combat right. data that leads to this. That is something that we're privy to beforehand, and that's why Sigma went out to to Jin because they needed combat yes, data. Correct. And so after that first one, they've determined that uh, the it wasn't tuned. They didn't tune the belt well enough, so they wanted to tune that, and then. And then go get some more data. Sigma was taking more damage than they expected. 
Yeah, when like his his neck got yeah. fucked up, and then he just snapped it back into place. Uh, so yeah, so they go out. Oh, and also he is um, the director of international sales is on the phone with like I think the belt production people after the lab. Like, yeah, he wanted to put in an order for like a hundred. Basically, belts. give me all these belts. Um. And then it, I think that's when the assistant to Haruka's mom makes him privy of the the rain plan. Oh yeah, Tlaloc. Tlaloc, which is uh, yeah, that's the Aztec rain. god of uh, rain and thunder and stuff. I'm pretty sure it was a, it's a Shin Megami Tensei monster because I definitely recognize the name. It's like I think I know that from Shin Megami Tensei. Probably. But, yes, yeah, so the extermination team goes out and meets Maihara's corpse. And Maihara's like, yeah, no, we need more combat data, so I'm going to fight you guys. And Mamoru tries to run up and give him a hug. Uh, another reason that I started thinking of this as, uh, just started thinking of Wesker during this whole sequence is, uh, suddenly, the data is extremely an important plot point the in the show now. Like, we have to get the data. The the combat data. We need it. I'm like, okay. Alright there, bud. The, the data is just not super effectively dramatic compared to what we were dealing with up until now, but no, okay. Not really. <laughs> they need the data. They gotta have that data. Uh... So, yeah, Mamoru tries to run up and hug Mehara's corpse. I'm going to keep calling him Mehara's corpse. Um, and it it's shot as if Mehara op- has opened his arms and is like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to hug. No, no, that's not what it's like. It's fucking it, no, creepy it as all hell. creepy, but it is... He holds his arms out, but it's not like, you know, oh, come here, buddy. It's like, this is a sinister. I'm going to do something. I mean, yeah, it's one of those, like, it's obviously going to yes, be bad. to us. And I'm sure, I, I was, I'm assuming that for Mamoru, he was like, oh, yeah, no, he just wants a hug. Yes, Mamoru, or yeah, Mamoru does not interpret this as sinister. He is not the I'm, brightest tool no, in the really. shed. Until he gets thrown on the ground. He, he has a low innocent. wisdom stat. Uh, he gets thrown on the ground. Yeah, that's a good one. And he might have a decent wisdom stat and just chooses to never roll a sense motive. No, he has a low wisdom stat. He he like doesn't I, know anything about the world. Yeah, he he is also dumb. So, so I, I, I'm trying to remember the progress of events for them getting into a fight because i know he well yeah he throws mamaru down he's like hey you know it would be great if you could transform for me i gotta get some data and then everybody's (laughs) like i have the data and then the team's like this isn't good we should probably shoot him and then he does the matrix he he matrix touches their bullets which I was kind of surprised that he even puts in the effort to make Trix dodge the bullets, because they're not super effective against regular uh, regular Amazons a lot of the time, so I figured he was just going to take them. But uh, may- maybe it's more showing off when you Matrix dodge yeah. them? I mean, Matrix dodging things is always cool. It's never going to not be cool. 
So. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, so they try and fight him, and they're not... The extermination team tries to fight Sigma, and they don't do very well, and he keeps trying to bug Mamoru into transforming. But Mamoru just won't do it. So eventually he just kicks Mamoru in the gut and knocks him away. He's like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to kill him then. Right up until Haruka drops in. He's just like, hey, no. I'm, I'm, in, I'm already transformed and I'm going to fight you now. Well, yeah, yeah. Haruka, like, senses senses it after he, like, slept on a bench for the night. Oh, yeah, I guess that is what yeah, was implied. Apparently just... Yeah, the, he just slept outside that night. Yeah, so he goes off for it. And Haruka starts fighting Sigma. And it looks like he's doing pretty alright at first. Like, he's getting hits in and dodging shit. And is able to knock Sigma onto the ground and do like a knee into Sigma's gut. And then Sigma is just like, uh, is that it? Is that all you're gonna do? You, you, you know why you know why our guys can't beat Sigma, right? Because, you know it's... because they don't do their final attack. <laughs> okay, that that's a good answer. I was gonna say because he has no fear <laughs> and no pain. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Also true. <laughs> but also consider that Harka did not pull a sickle out of his belt and stab him with it. Yeah, he didn't He didn't do a final well, attack at all. So. I guess. Do you stab with a sickle, or is that more of a slicing, do, slicing motion? I mean, they they have been using them as a stabbing weapon, which is both. weird. But, yeah. I mean, it's got a point. You can stab with it. Both are applicable uses of it. Remember, like the weird whip thing that's like also a also a spear. The yeah, the flexible flexible spear slash whip. I want him to pull that out again because he's only used that once. I love those. Those are super cool. Yeah, I've only ever seen I, like no one ever does the the thing where it's like a whip slash rigid weapon because it's extremely goofy. But it's I extremely love, goofy and has no um, actual well, real application. Funny enough. Funny enough, Kamen Rider X is exactly what you're looking for. Kamen Rider X? Yeah, it's a Showa-era series where um, his main weapon is... I think it's called the Rydal. Oh, shit. Like, don't that... quote me on it. Okay, yeah. But it's the one where he can, like... It can be, like, a spear, a whip, a rod. He can throw it up in the air and hang from it like uh, like an Olympic thing, even though it's not attached to That's anything. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I think there's a rope form. It's exactly what you're looking for. Uh, it makes me think of the Common Rider Spirits manga. See, when when I was a kid, I was always like, okay, so they, uh, okay, you know, in uh, episode one of Star Wars came out when I was nine ish, and like they've been trying to think of cool things to do with lightsabers ever since then. Just turn everything into lightsaber. Every just, just lightsabers everywhere. There is the lightsaber always, of Nine Tails. I was always sad that they never had a light whip. But they have the, that's that's an extended universe. Uh, well, did wait? Did, did they add that? Yes, light whips are in are an extended universe. How would that even work? Because that's not how lightsaber crystals work. Magic. I think. Um, I think like it. It conducts along like uh, a chain type thing. 
Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, I'm glad someone else was as dumb of a child as I was and thought that that would be the coolest idea ever. But yeah, a lightsaber whip does exist. It doesn't do the thing where, where like, it switches between rigid and non-rigid, though. It's making me think of my Uh, very favorite one, which is the lightsaber cannon, where you take a lightsaber and you slot it into a thing, (gasps) and it just creates a giant blast, a giant cannon blast of lightsaber energy but it can only be used once or twice before the lightsaber gets shorted out. Yeah, that's a laser. That's just a big laser gun. That's a, that's um, (laughs) a comic comic cannon. cannon. That's so, that's so unnecessary. That's just a big laser gun. But imagine like, think about it. Don't they use it against like Dark Vader or something? It's used against like someone prominent. Dark Vader uses it against one of the renegade Jedi. No, I, I thought some, like, Lady Jedi used it against him. Maybe. I forget. I just know about it. I haven't actually read the comics. Oh, I've looked into... I've looked into lightsaber lore. Uh, other than... But, um, the the one thing that ever did that, that was actually the way I imagined it as a kid, is actually, uh... Ivy's sword from Soul Calibur? Uh, no. No. Uh, Attila the Hun's, uh, rainbow lightsaber from Fate Extella. Does that turn into a whip? Oh yeah, yeah. It she she like it turns into a whip and everything. She like it like swings around and goes from rigid to like whippy and stuff. It's super cool. That seems neat. The common rider. Oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about this. Yeah. So Haruka. Yeah. So Haruka comes in and Sigma's like, ah, I'll defeat you in four moves. He fakes us out yeah. with the five. I guess he's saying Hark is weaker than Jin, or that he's yes. stronger now. He has the data now, so I guess that has to be it. Because I, uh, the other implication is Hark is weaker than Jin, and I'm like, I don't think that's true. It seems like Hark could kick Jin's ass if he tried. I don't know if that's you know a legit thing, but it seems like he could. So yeah, he starts fighting Haruka. He he does three moves instead of four because the third move is a spear through Haruka's chest, an arm spear through the Haruka's chest that just makes a big old hole in the center of Haruka. And I guess Haruka's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is the point the episode ends on is just Haruka with the arm in his chest, just being like, uh, I do like how Sigma has, huh? I guess I overestimated that one, which is extremely cool is. bad guy line. It is a pretty and good bad guy line. this would be a fantastic cliffhanger to end on. Of Like, oh, I don't, you know, he's not going to be actually dead, but I'm imagining watching this, like, when it came out, and just be thinking like, oh, is, is he actually dead? Because that is an arm through his chest. That is that is the level of wound we have seen on Amazons that kills them. So it would be perfectly understandable to think, like, yeah, I guess Haruka's dead. I mean, I, I, I guess a lot of the times you've seen them die is when they've had, like, their torso severed or their head cut off. But yeah, uh, some of them have died from being impaled through the stomach, so yeah, we couldn't... It, yeah, it's plausible that Harker would die from that. 
Oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, the ad for the next episode shows, no, he gets better. Yeah, he gets better, like, immediately, apparently. <laughs> well, that's why you don't watch the ad for next episode. Are you, are you pulling a cat on me? Uh, what? Cat notoriously never watches the episode previews for Digimon. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> you shouldn't watch the episode previews. I, I feel like it's part of the episode. It's put there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean... In, Digi in Digimon, weren't those only in the Japanese version anyway? They, I don't think they had previews in the English version. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think you're right. And as a uh, dub-only Digimon watcher, I uh, don't don't have opinions about the previews. <laughs> I, I do love like the Masterclass thing that is the episode preview for the last episode of Digimon Tamers, which is the preview oh, for Frontier. Good. <laughs> yeah, preview a whole nother show. Oh, but yeah, that's Amazon's for this week. It's uh, I I very much just kind of want to watch. I kind of want to just chain watch the last episodes. Yeah, I'm kind of there. Amazon's is I don't know. Amazon's just really fun and yeah. easy to watch a lot of the time. It's it's very easy. Yeah, except for that one time. Yeah. Other than uh, other than that one, it is just kind of a very it, it is a very digestible show to watch. I enjoy it a lot. I'm definitely wondering where they're going with this. Yeah, very so. much so. I'm like it's we've got what three episodes left now. Yeah, in season in one. season one, I believe. I think two episodes left in season one. It's only twelve episodes, I believe. Yeah, 13 and 13 oh, for 26 it? letters, remember? I guess that makes sense. I just, I don't know, in my mind, I'm just like, ah, the second season's just like 14 or 16 episodes. Nope, nope, nope. Or 14 <laughs> or whatever. That would be asymmetrical. Yeah, and? I'm very, I'm very interested because it's, I'm interested because having read the synopsis, overall synopsis, for season two, I'm interested to see how we get from here to there. Because it, the, the synopsis for season two seems like, oh no, Amazons are just out and about now and are a thing forever. <laughs> so I'm very much like, what is happening? Like what happened at the end of uh, that last yeah, pretty Jurassic much. Park movie? You know, I can't believe that it took them five fucking movies you... to commit to just, like, there's dinosaurs everywhere now. Are you referring to Jurassic Park 3 or, like, Jurassic World 2? Fallen Kingdom, yes. Okay. Because I, I do distinct those because they are titled differently. <laughs> and I've also never seen any of the world's films, and I have seen the original three. Okay. Well, world is terrible. Uh, Fallen Kingdom is not, like, great, but it is shot extremely well. I just don't know if I can, like, take your opinion so, in movies, like, at face value, though, like... Oh, yeah, maybe I'll recommend something like The Meg to you. The Meg is good. <laughs> uh-huh. The Meg is a good film. 
for certain definitions of good that I'm include so, I, bad. Look, I'm going to get a lot of flag for this. I think the Meg is better than King of Monsters. Wait, the new That's King of Monsters? so wrong. The new King of Monsters yeah. is amazing. I, I think yeah. the Meg is better. Why? I don't know. I, it, I, I feel like the Meg just has like more heart and like embraces like what? a lot of like Showa era stuff more. Garrett, you did not just say heart. That implies sincerity, and like I have literally never seen a more by the numbers, not even fucking trying, everyone phoned it in movie than the Meg. Wait, there's just fucking ocean underneath the ocean, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't go to the effort of thinking of anything actually interesting. I, I don't know. I I feel like just, like, the silliness and just, like, all of, like, the B-movie tropes where they're just like, no, we'll just use, like, a full budget on this. Like, I don't know. I, I it, it, it puts a smile on my face. Mm-mm. No. I, I felt King of Monsters was, like, trying, like, way too hard. No. King of the Monsters is doing the thing that they have been promising to do every time they've made an American Godzilla movie and never actually done. I mean, I guess maybe I just didn't want an American Godzilla maybe, film then. I, 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 I had seen that people don't like King of the Monsters, and I am legitimately confused because that's it's it is it is giant it I, is I, it is King Ghidorah and Godzilla fighting and being dumb, and that's I don't. I don't dislike it, but I think it's like Ugh. five out of ten. Uh, yeah, mm, no, I, I would no, say six like out of ten, movie. going up to seven or eight if you remove all the human bits. Well, I, I think the human bits aren't yeah, even no. like bad. They're, they're better right, than most. But other I am still sitting here going. Bits. I was still sitting in the theater, watching that, going, "There is too much human in this. I want more monster." <laughs> like okay. Uh, compared to, okay, what the the human bits in Final Wars, like Final Wars is a good movie. I like Final Wars a lot. It's a lot of fun. Human bits are stupid and bad, <laughs> but they're all, they're bad in a good way. <laughs> uh, or like uh Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. That one has genuinely good human bits because that's the one where like. The lady has to prove herself that she's the um, can be a Mechagodzilla yeah. pilot and stuff. Like there, there are movies, there are kaiju movies with genuinely good human bits, but a lot of them are like just that's kind of perfunctory. Megalon, Godzilla versus Megalon has a totally perfunctory human bit, though the bit about um, Atlantis still being mad at everyone for polluting the world is pretty funny, though. That that actually still sticks a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it, point being, the the bits in in King of the Monsters are not like bad. Like they're they're, they're, I, fine, I they're fine, but they are decidedly not what I went to the movie theater for. I I honestly really like the bit with like the uh uh the the Japanese guy like going into Atlantis and like dying in front of Godzilla to like revive him with a nuclear bomb as like wow they they really they fully committed to they getting did. pathos out of that situation even though it's extremely silly and i really respect that i don't know i i think it i think the film was just like way too like grim dark tonally for I for can, what it was i guess i could see that this is 
it's giant monster fights. I mean, that's gonna be a little like giant monster fights are not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you take the literal like friend to children approach, which I'm not saying is bad. Like you can do that. I I I don't know. I I feel like it just went too much in one direction and just like it. I don't know. I, I just think it was too grimdark. Like I think Pacific Rim is just like a better movie tonally for like what I would wanted that movie to be if they wanted to be like super serious right. with it. I mean, Pacific Rim is good, but like it's not really about monsters. It's about you know it's a movie about Sadly. people. Yeah, but, like, the monsters were there, and, like, a big part of it, I feel like that's how you make, like, the human part of a monster movie interesting. Uh, it's just an extremely... You're, you're talking about two fundamentally different genres of film at that point. Because <sighs> in I, Pacific Rim, the guy gives the... He, he gives the theme at the beginning. It's like, what if you can punch a hurricane? Like, that is the theme of Pacific Rim. What if you can punch Stupid a hurricane? hurricane punch you in the face uh, and that's awesome i agree that is extremely cool pacific rim does that super well but like dealing with the natural world deciding that it has is done with your shit is like the premise of like a godzilla movie i mean that's fair i will give you that i feel like there have been godzilla movies that have better that have done that a lot better than king of monsters <laughs> Well, that's true. I mean, yes. Shin Godzilla came out just a couple years ago. Like, of course. I mean, Shin Godzilla is quite possibly the perfect Godzilla film. Uh, I don't know if there's, like, a perfect one. I don't know. People have done too many different things with the concept to say there's, like, a definitive one. It's definitely there. I I feel like Shin is, like, top three. Mm, Yeah. And one of the other slots is the original. So that really only leaves, like, one slot open for debate. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I know people that really like King of Monsters. I don't know. It just didn't... It didn't sit with me well, I guess. Which is fine. I mean, like, they, they made a decision to go with it. I just did not like the decision that they made. That doesn't. I mean, it definitely tries to do a lot of different things at once, and I could certainly, like, that doesn't work for some people because it tries to be silly and serious at the same time a lot, and that's something that I really like about Godzilla movies. But uh, yeah, I know that doesn't work, and like, it does tend toward the serious a fair amount. Of course, it came out in 2019, so... You know. It's just, like, a, it's just very, like, America grimdark. And I'm just like, that's not the tone that I want in my Godzilla film. I, I think, I like, Japanese do... grimdark is, is like... Well, of course it's different, but I feel like that just sits better with me. Like, I it's kinda, I kind of see where you're coming from. I, I think I know what you mean. On the other hand my perspective has been drastically shifted to where things that are actually grimdark in the narrative just seem totally normal to me now after having lived through the last four years. I mean, that's also, like, part of why I didn't like King of the Monsters. Like, it's it's a very, like, 2019 film. You might be right on that one. And, like, I th- like that's why I don't 
super like it's it's just like that i can't describe like this distilled like american style like post-apocalyptic tone but it has that and i don't like that Uh, i mean i didn't uh it didn't seem like an apocalyptic movie like that's kind of what i liked about it was that it seemed like the world was gonna go on just it's not gonna be great it's like we're gonna have to make some changes i mean like by the end but like at like the climax this is like you could have like pulled like that scenery out of like any disaster movie and it would have been like the same it had that like very distinctive american style tone to it which well like that's what i don't i hate that about the first the gareth edwards godzilla one the first one they did in the new series because that's a movie about the end of the world. And, like, it does... But it's got... It's full of uninteresting characters. And a guy stops the stops the Godzilla by being, like, good at military. Which is just so... Like, if I'm thinking of every horrible American film trope, the first Godzilla movie, or the, the recent reboot first one, is it. Yeah. King of the Monsters is a, like a fun time compared to that movie yeah i'll agree with that but like it 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 doesn't fix my my tonal issues with it i'm not saying you're totally wrong i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm not saying headspace to talk more about godzilla (laughs) oh yeah maybe we should like i don't know since you are correct but it is not common rider although a godzilla common rider would be neat Anyway, uh, this is a podcast on the internet at journeythroughduckcast.com where there are links to all of like the podcatchers. You can rate and review us. You can tweet at us. You can tweet at Chris or myself directly. Evan doesn't have a Twitter because he's the smart one of the group. Um, next yeah. time, we'll be back with definitely Common Rider. Maybe I'll replace my... T- I, I got The other day, I got one of those little pins that says, uh, this writer kicks fast. very, very good. That's you, a you know, good pin. They're amazing pins. I might... Maybe I'll post a picture of myself with it as, like, my new avatar or something. So I really like it. Yep. It's very good. Until next time, we're still passing through podcasts. Remember that. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Sorry, Fletch. <laughs> You could don't edit anything. Just leave it. <laughs> don't listen to Chris. Spoilers. I did a lot.